Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Listen, I sincerely enjoyed that conversation with uh, with Abby. Um, it's, it's just great to hear conversations with, with people who are so doggedly determined to see their visions become a reality. That's, that's the story of entrepreneurship in coastal Mississippi. And, um, and I think she sort of personifies this thing that I've said a thousand times, that when you, 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 you literally cast your vote when you spend your money locally for the kind of community you want to have. And, um, and, and when you spend money with someone like Abby, you're making a tremendous statement. And she's very aware that in order for her to win against the Amazon, she's got to find her competitive advantage. And to hear her talk about what it is and how she does it, if you uh, listen to this on the radio, you should go watch it on Facebook or YouTube. And I would encourage you to share it with your friends because it's just one of those inspiring stories that is an exclamation point on the, uh, the topic of, of uh, spending your money locally. Speaking of entrepreneurship and dogged determination, I get to shift gears now and move over to my friend Matt McDonald, who is the uh, executive director for the Mississippi Coast Coliseum and Convention Center. Look forward to getting an update from him. But how you doing, Matt? We're doing good, man. We, we're um, painfully um, trying to work through all the uh, infrastructure improvements and, and rehabilitation that's going on in West Biloxi. But, you know, we'll survive it and we'll keep uh, going. And hopefully these improvements will make our world even better here in West Biloxi. Well, well, I want to come to that, and the timing might have worked for you, but um, but still, it's somewhat painful. Listen, last time I saw you was during the Judd concert, and uh, while I was there, your, your son stuck his uh, head in the door, and I got to meet him. Terrific young man. But since then, you have twin, identical twin uh, grandkids now. Twin grandsons. Um, I was uh, very, very blessed uh, to have a, a son and a daughter-in-law that uh, have good genes, and <laughs> <laughs> they have produced two beautiful twin boys. And I'm looking forward to when they're running around, and I can bring them to events here at the Coliseum. And that's so exciting! Congratulations, man. I mean, this uh, the the my my first grandkid, and now we have four. But I mean, it's, it's a game changer. It's just it, it changes the meaning of life. Yeah, two, and, uh, a, a, two, a twofer. A twofer on my first on my first go round was uh, uh, unexpected, but pleasantly a, a, a wonderful surprise. And uh, so they wanted to know what they were going to call me. I said, "Well, that ought to be pretty easy. Just call me Bogo. Buy one, get one." <laughs> I, love, I love that. That might stick, though. It might stick. But it was good to see your son. And after after all the challenges he's had since his accident, it was great to see him hopping around and yeah, he's and doing improving. much better. And in his yeah. world is. It's gotten busier, but he's doing really, really good. And you know what? It just just took a lot of time and, and a really, really smart, talented surgeon to get him back to where he can function normally. And that's yeah. really all that we ever wanted. I really enjoy getting to know him. He's got, he's got a great personality, and you can tell he's 
just a good kid. I mean, at the, at the core, he's a good person. Um, so anyway, yeah, you mentioned, uh, you know, the, all the, uh, the refurbishment in the city that's happening around the Coliseum currently. Uh, I would say, thank goodness you haven't had one of these million-dollar concerts during this. But so timing worked for you. But there's, it's still a pain, though, isn't it? Well, you know, we we have hockey on a regular basis that 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 that, that we have to service. We have uh, events going on in the convention center every weekend. Um, you know, we, we work through it. We work around it. it. It just takes good communication, whether it's on our website or social media, uh, conveying it to to clients where they can notify uh, their uh, registrants, uh, you know, their, their people that are attending their functions. So, you know, it is what it is, and, and it'll make West Biloxi better when it's finally finished, and it's been a long time coming. So sooner yeah. or later we had to deal with it, so we're dealing with it now. Yeah, and you've got some, you got some construction of your own that's happening down in the, say, the southwest part of your parking lot or what will be part of that. that was, How's that, that progressing? Was, that was the old Holiday Insight that we purchased in 2014, and that seems a long time ago, but I was very proud of the fact that we paid that off with the money that we generate from operating this building. So when we would have any surplus or profit years, we would put money aside. When the city of Biloxi needed to buy right away from us, we utilized that money to pay down the loan. Um, we did a tower lease on on a uh, on a cell site that we uh, own the dirt on and we use that money to pay down the loan and as of february of 2022 we were debt free and 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 that's a really good feeling to know that that everything you're making can go back into running the operation paying your people a good wage and making improvements to the facility that's the key you got to keep making improvements and we've got more improvements coming um a lot of it's through the through the help of tate reeves and 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 the restore act funds but some of it is just the fact that we're generating revenue positive revenue that we can reinvest back in the building yeah you know for people who have not heard us talk before uh, not to bore people who have heard us discuss this before, but the but the charter of the Coast Coliseum is unique, in that uh, they don't they don't if they're not doing well they don't have a bunch of tax dollars that come running in to rescue them they have to run it like a business so they're very entrepreneurial in the way they do it and what when he just say, said when about you say, when you say a bunch of tax dollars we have zero tax dollars yeah, right. zero coming <laughs> zero. in to run the building now, zero but, but in and all fairness. You, yeah. We do get we do get a piece of the hotel tax to pay off the bonds, but that runs through the county because the county uh, Harrison County issued those bonds, so we never see that money. But yeah. a piece of the hotel tax pays off the bonds that built the um, expansion to the convention center. But in terms of the daily and annual operation of that facility, it's no. about making revenue and controlling expenses and making making whatever surplus you have. And as you just pointed out, when there is profit, <clears throat> you're being smart about it and paying off debt and you're debt free, but you're extraordinarily, extraordinarily entrepreneur. And that way you're a lot like Abby that we just talked to. She's got a small business. She's got to worry about all these kind of basic things. You got to do that too. And through the pandemic and all other challenges that you had, you stayed focused on how do, how do we stay whole and you've been you've been extremely innovative, but you, as you pointed out, and as I've seen with my own eyes, the kind of infrastructure improvements that you continue to make to make this this facility competitive with other facilities that can that there are certain things that acts require, 
And if you don't have those things, you're probably not going to book some of the concerts that he's getting. And, uh, you know, just staying focused on what those needs are and what those infrastructure needs are and what your capital investments are going to be. That's key to your success, isn't it? Well, and it's not just what the artist needs, but it's, we also have to look at what the people that are buying the tickets need. And and we've really focused more on safety um, in light of the world that we currently live in and how it's uh, regressed, I'll say, and to a certain degree in many aspects uh, concerning uh, people respecting other people. Uh, we have to spend more money now on security cameras and on equipment to, to be able to make sure that we don't have any uh, weapons of mass destruction, bombs, uh, automatic uh, rifles, uh, large knives, those kind of things that are getting into the facility that could be utilized to hurt someone. If people don't feel safe, they're not coming. We're, we're about to undertake a, a project in 2023 once we complete the parking lot where we will upgrade all of the exterior lighting to include all parking lots, all of the facades, uh, and add additional security cameras throughout the entire exterior grounds of the Coliseum. Because if an incident happens, we want, we want to A, take corrective action, and B, if somebody has been injured or, or property has been damaged or stolen, we want to help that party recover that and make them whole to the extent that we can and security cameras very seldom lie i've never seen one that lied yeah it is what it is isn't it (laughs) but it's great it's great that you see that i got to see the the care that you take to to make sure the floor is safety in a concert to make sure that people are are coming into the the facility in a way that they they can be no no harm to others and I know it really is. I mean, since the event, as you pointed out, in Las Vegas occurred, it really has changed your world, hasn't it? It has. And and it's, and it's other things. I mean, you know, there are events that I would probably wish that I could go back and do a little different that we've done over the years or some events that I'd like to think about uh, bringing uh, here to the facility. But on the other hand, we got to be careful that we can handle all of the aspects of it, not just the production um, or the staffing, but also the safety factors that, that have to go in when you think about those types of events that, that bring a little different type of crowds into the venue. But we continue to uh, try to keep the building updated and modern. It's a 45-year-old facility. They're tearing buildings down all over the country that are newer than we are. I mean, we opened in 1977. Um, we've had several expansions with our convention center uh, one in 97 and then another one in 2009. But all of that being said, we're going to keep the 45-year-old arena rolling. And with just a little little more help, we've got some uh, really creative innovations that we're hoping to add in the next 18 to 24 months that are going to get us up to the level even of the Smoothie King in certain ways. Well, what's interesting about this this uh, this facility, and we'll move on and, and, and take a break and come back on the other side and talk about the year to come, but is that the bones are pretty good. And what you've been able to do is kind of make some adjustments to it, to modernize it. And uh, it's still a facility that people can really enjoy themselves at. And that's that's the good news. It, it's fit your, it still fits your needs. Uh, hey, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Mac McDonald, the executive director of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum and Convention Center. See you after this. You can also. 
also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Really enjoying my conversation with Mac McDonald. I, I really admire him and his team. I always have, but after I went over to the Coliseum and spent the better part of a day with him and his team to understand sort of the behind-the-scenes view of what they do, I even have more appreciation for them now. Um, what they have to say grace over is, is quite incredible, really, to be honest with you. And I think it's a gem in coastal Mississippi that we too often take for granted. We just, it's there, it's been there for so long. It runs sort of like a, a sewing machine, so we don't pay much attention to it until we want to go there and enjoy an event. But the collection of things they have to say grace over on any given day, the amount of enormous amount of planning that it take, takes. To uh, to attract some of these the, the talent that they bring here for us to enjoy, it's a it's it's just cool to see it, and we're lucky to have Matt as the leader of that effort and his immediate team. They do a great job. Matt says, "You think about the you know, the coming year as we kind of wind down this year. Looking back on this year, first of all, it was a record year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was the best we've ever had." 45-year history of the building, the number of shows, the size of the shows, the number of different events, the number of people that, that, that came to the facility. All the numbers were big. The revenue was big. And and you know what? It, it was fun. And it was a lot of work. And we had to had to really stretch because we're still understaffed. Um, at one time, we had 29 full-time employees. Right now, we're, we're 24. And eventually, we'll build back up. But we're to the we're to the point where we learn how to do more with less, and we're going to be very selective of the of the team members that we bring on because it's not just about what you know uh, on any given trade skill. It's also about the chemistry that we have as a small uh, operating unit and the weird hours and the weird uh, circumstances that we have to deal with. So so when we add a team member. We do our best to make sure that not only do they have the skill set, but they also have the right chemistry. I love the point about chemistry. Again, I got to see that with my own eyes. But you're you're right when you when you do a job like you guys have to say grace over it can be long hours, especially when there's a concert days leading up to it during the event itself and the breakdown and all that. You um, you have to have people to understand that. They understand that that's just that goes with, and not only understands it, but thrives in an environment like that. Well, There's no room for drama, is there? Not only the, being able to thrive, but really look forward to coming in each day. I mean, the curveballs that we get that we have to adjust on the fly, those aren't fun. And, and, and we grin and bear it and we get through it. And then we talk about how do we keep that from happening? And sometimes we can, sometimes we can't. We just we get through it. But 2023 is going to be a challenging year from the standpoint that I don't know how we come back and hit the numbers we did in 2022. That being said, though, we're going to start out a little bit slower in the first quarter of 2023. And it's not anything that we've done or that we're not doing. It's just the, the cycle that the touring talent is in and where they are in certain parts of the, the, the country. So the number of, of, of large shows are going to be a little bit smaller in the early part of the year, but when we get into April all the way till the end of 2023, our touring schedule is going to be as strong, if not stronger, than what we had in 2022. 
It's just that we're we're chopping three months out of it to where we don't get as much activity. We do have activity. It's just not quite as brisk as the activity we had last year. Well, they came out. They came out of the gate after COVID, and the, you know, again, the business model for artists, as you and I have discussed before, it's changed dramatically. So much more of their overall revenue stream comes from concerts. So they came out of the out of the gate out out of COVID. And they had a very aggressive touring strategy. This is true for just about every major artist, isn't it? It, it was. And, and, and there was a lot of, of um, traffic that you had to manage where you didn't have promoters stepping on each other. Because the last thing that we want to do is settle a bad date. Settling yeah. a bad date is not a fun day at the office. When everybody's making money, it's usually a fun day. When people are losing money and, and, and the show's not performing well, um, the artists aren't thrilled to, to have to do it. Uh, the building certainly has to do the same amount of work. And the promoters that are losing money, uh, they are none too happy either. But but we've had very, very few of those and almost none in 2022. And we try to avoid shows that are, are super risky and that have that kind of downside. Uh, sometimes we have to do them and sometimes we make winners out of them. But, but most of the time, they're marginal, and, and they still require a lot of work. So who are some of the acts you've already got booked? Well, we've got uh, Thomas Red on sale. That's a July play, but he's already on sale. Big country act. Um, we just uh, announced our Crawfish Music Festival lineup uh, for April. So that's three solid days of live entertainment outdoors. Uh, we uh, have a heavy metal, kind of hard edge rock and roll show coming in in February with Papa Roach, it's on sale. We're going to bring CPR Fest back. It looks like on April the 8th, uh, we believe we have the artist confirmed. We're not ready to announce that yet. Uh, that'll be uh, your sidekick, Kenny Vest, that'll, that'll uh, control all of that. Uh, so we know that that's coming in. Um, we've got Cat Williams, a really funny comedian, that'll be here in February. And, and more to come. I mean, it's just a matter of, of when we're able to release them and get them on sale. A, another big country act coming in uh, in June that we're going to announce uh, middle of January and go on sale. So just more stuff coming. That's exciting. Look, Thomas Red, I had the opportunity to meet him in Alabama when he was up and comer. And it was clear that he was going to be a great success in the years to follow. You know where he is today. So that ought to be a greatly successful show. We're out of time. But listen, man, uh, congratulations on an amazing 2022. And I know that there's going to be some challenges in 2023. But I bet when we're talking at the end of 2023, we, it will have been a great year for you guys because you, you're a good leader. and You've got a great team. So have, have a great one, buddy. And uh, happy new year to you. Happy New Year to y'all. Kyle, thank you for all the work you do behind the scene, brother. You bet. Thank you. You bet. For you, 100%. 100%. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. All right. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.